it's a sense of like community and it's also a sense of making something greater than yourself. feeling today, but I'm ready for another episode of Empathetic Musicians. Hi, my name is Sophia Sturmer, and my mission is to share more stories about powerful musicians who have a unique voice in music. As the CEO of So Just Collab, I help women and LGBTQIA musicians reignite their passion for music through imperfect action. On this podcast, we are getting personal with our guests and uncovering what their music journey has been like and if they have any advice for musicians as special as you. Morgan, oh my gosh! How long have we known each other? I think, what did we meet when we were in high school? I think we were probably 13, no, 13, wait. No, 15 or 16. Is it, it's more like 2013. Yeah, so it's been almost 10 years. Almost 10. We're almost That's crazy. That decade of ew. friendship celebration. <laughs> That's so crazy. Not ill, not ill. Anyway, <laughs> um, I've, I've known Morgan for a long time and, and we go back to choir together and honestly, like, she and um, her, one of her best friends, Vanessa, basically like saved my life and, and I really got into choir. So I honestly would not be here without you. You know that like we, we share a lot, but today is about you like, and I just saw you. So yeah, I, I did. <laughs> like, yay, I get to, I get to see you again, but I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. I know that you've been sharing with me, like how much this means to you and I'm just excited to share this space with you today. Yay, thanks for having me. I love your page and everything, so I feel honored. Yay, oh my gosh. <laughs> so for this episode today, this is actually the first time I've had um, another one of my friends in the music industry come on, but this is the first time I'm having um, someone from the entertainment part of the music industry on this podcast. And I wanted to be able to be here for those listeners as well. I think all of us as soul artists need to support each other, like no matter what role uh, making music like has in our lives. And I first wanted to start with the question, do you have rituals that you do that combine self-care with making music? Yeah, so I guess one ritual that I like to include Incorporate when I have a performance or I'm practicing has probably yoga. Um, <laughs> so yes. I think it is really difficult for people like us who are musical and creative and hard on ourselves to have a positive mindset without negative self-talk and negative thoughts coming in. Um, so I find meditating is really helpful, but um, I really was one of the people that watched yoga with Adrienne. Um, <laughs> so 
I thought that was always really nice. She has yoga for sleep, yoga for stress, yoga for a lot of different things. I would also kind of make up my own routine too and kind of write up different stretches that I'd like to do and listen to relaxing music. Sometimes I actually would listen to the music of a show that I'd be doing or roles I'm learning and listen to my repertoire while I'm stretching or working on um, learning the lines while I'm working out. So it becomes a stress release almost rather than stress inducing. Um, and also um, there's a couple things. So I think uh, gratitude is helpful. Um, so why are you doing it in the first place? Why are you singing? Um, reminding yourself why you appreciate that you have that role or that music you get to learn and the opportunities to do it while you're meditating, taking some space to do that, to be Zen. Um, and then also just thinking about things that inspire you. So if you're, I guess part of the ritual is um, allowing yourself to also take time to find people that inspire you, music, other music that inspires you that can give you the drive to keep going um, because you don't, don't want to end up like resenting the career path that you chose. Um, so just those are a couple of things that help me to get into that relaxed mindset um, and self-care while I'm making music. I love that. So actually first, I, I wanted so badly to like just say it, but there's a lot of like overlap that happens on the Zoom audio. So the minute you said Adrian, actually someone else introduced me to that. I don't, I don't remember, sorry, I'm trying to give credit, but I don't remember. Somebody mentioned that to me. I do know her yoga videos. I stopped watching them. Um, I was I was watching Cheyenne's yogi. Uh, oh, yoga oh my gosh, I have to check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to support her, but yes, I know that Adrian has a ton of ton of stuff. I should probably go check out her site again. But I I have to give you. Everybody has their own thing that works. I have to give you props. Um, I think this again goes to the fact that you are working in the entertainment industry. Um, I can't multitask. So I love that you multitask and that sometimes you do the yoga, do the meditation, but are listening to the repertoire that you need to rehearse. I could, I, when I was in that space, not the entertainment, but when I was studying, I could never do that. And so like, I really have to give you that, that if that works for you, your um, this is like how you make a living. And, and like, this is also something that you like to do. That's really awesome. Cause I can't do that. I can't multitask and, and like cross the, the music that I have to learn with um, stuff that calms me down. So that's awesome. Yeah. To add to that, to be honest, I can't multitask very well either. It's the only thing that I think I'm good at multitasking with. Um, besides cooking, but that's not related to music. Um, but because it takes away the perfectionistic idea of like, I have to sound this way and work on, on all these different things. It's a way to just kind of focus on relaxing and enjoying why you're doing it. And you're not really having to think about all the other things that go on. Um, so it doesn't even feel like you're multitasking. It just feels like it's part of the yoga or part of the workout. I also love that um, I mentioned this on the podcast episode that was just released for this week, that the theme for August is actually body and song. And the fact that you already do yoga, you already like do a lot of things that incorporate your body is really cool. And like a good testament to you taking care of yourself, like as you are, you know, using your, um, 
instrument, like literally all the time. So that's awesome. I, I've known you for so long that like, I feel like I have like a good idea of what you like, but what are your dream roles and maybe share what is it like about those particular characters that you like? It could be like an adjective that you like from them, their goal that, that inspires you. I've always loved Christine from Phantom. I know it's a stereotype soprano curly hair role. Um, I've always found that to be a fun character. I'm just, I love Andrew Lloyd Webber. I love the music. I love how the music really tells a story. So this is more opera, but I think Lucia would be a really cool role. Um, are you familiar with um, Lucia by Donizetti? Maybe. I just saw Nadine Sierra in it a few months ago at the Met when I was over on the East Coast. I know her name too. Yeah, it's incredible. It I, I think it'd be a dream role because it would be such a challenge because she sings for almost like the entirety of the show. It's one of those like Avita type roles but for opera basically. And it's just such a time consuming thing. Vocal techniques really needs to be on par, consistent, 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 which will take time. It'll take getting to a certain age and a certain point. Um, I also like that it's kind of, um, it's interesting because a lot of the time in Bel Canto, the woman, the, the highest coloratura soprano, like, goes insane and dies. And it's crazy because the character, like, actually goes insane and dies because um, she just has such passion for this man that she wants to marry and that she can't be with. And all these unfortunate circumstances come and die. Um, so it's one of those where you're like, you're mad at her for um, just not ha sticking her ground and having the ability to just um, be independent. But it also kind of shows the um, the mental deterioration of like the human psyche when you're in love almost. It's just really, it's mad. Like she has a whole like 20 minute mad scene with crazy coloratura runs and, it wow. just looks like a really cool role to play because I tend to be typecast as like the Christine, the, um, what's her name, uh, Joanna type roles. Um, so I think it would be a fun one to branch out and find a little bit of dynamic contrast similar to Queen of the Night. I would love to play that one again. I think um, we did it during the pandemic, so I had to do it with a mask on. So I would love to do Queen of the Night again. Um, and I'm trying to think of one more musical theater role. Um, I know they're in there. I know they're in there. Is Anastasia one? Or do you just like that musical a lot? I love Anastasia. I think that would be a really fun role too. Um, I love the music. Also any Disney um, role, I would love to play Belle. Um, she has such like integrity and in how much she cares for her family. Um, the music's beautiful. We love Alan Menken. Oh, Glinda. I would love to play Glinda. Wait, I don't know why I didn't think of that one. Um, Alphaba used to be my, my dream role when I was like 10, and then that changed because I became a soprano. We love We Glinda. love Wicked. We love Wicked. Um, yeah, Glinda would be a, such a fun role um, because she has so much depth to her, and you see a lot of people, and it can be played in a very ditzy way, but you have to find a way to really like her and connect to her. Um, because there's a point in the show, obviously, where they kind of switch and understand each other. And she's the one that's going through the tough circumstances and growing. So finding that depth, I think, in characters that have fun soprano roles. I would definitely pay money 
I would probably have to save a lot to go see you if you were Christine. I think I would save this number because um, I'm a fan of Phantom of the Opera. I don't talk about my musical loves a lot, but that was the first musical that I saw on Broadway and it blew my mind. So <laughs> I would so see you in that because it's also my favorite too. Uh, thank you. I would love to. That would be cool. We can make it a big trip. We'll get the, the group together. <laughs> gonna put it, we're going to put it out there. Christine Daae, Morgan Page. I'm saying it right now. It's out there. It's out there. Uh, goals. <laughs> <laughs> what's, how do you keep yourself going? Like, what's that thing that you tell yourself over and over again that you can share with our listeners? Like the same thing that that you tell yourself that you can inspire others to kind of like repeat the same, if it's a mantra, if it's just you like just affirming yourself every day, like, do you have something like that? To be honest, I, I wish I did. And that's something I'm needing to find because it can be really difficult. Um, I just finished my degree in opera. So um, my master's, so I, it, it can get to a point where um, when you're kind of starting out, it can be a little overwhelming and discouraging. There's a lot of comparing to people, but at the end of the day, like you have to remind yourself why you're doing it. And I'm sure you've probably heard this before, but this really sticks with me is like going down memory lane. Like what would young you want? What did little you want to do? How can you like satisfy the little you? And I think that kind of drives you because I think the little version of yourself would be proud and then that'll keep you going. I love that. Like there's someone that I follow on Instagram and we've kind of, I've definitely always agreed with what they post. Um, and they talk about like your inner child. And I, I basically love that you're basically saying like, you have those really dark parts, especially, you know, you're in the entertainment part and you're just like, you have to remember, like, I'm proud of me today. Like I'm so different and it's worth me to keep going for my inner child and for that, that vision that I had for when I was little. And like, I definitely see your passion and your stamina. And I think that even when you feel like it's time to, to stop, I hope that like you remember like, my God, like I'm here, I'm here right now. And like, you've already done so much. And I hope that like, you remember that like about yourself and about, you know, everything that you have basically done since you were that small, which I know is a <laughs> lot. And you just shared your, the difference from when you did Cosette in Les Mis to you singing today. And even though I'm not about like comparing how my voice is, I was so proud that you doing that for yourself was basically saying like, I've grown a lot. And the fact that like, I'm in this industry, like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the thing and I'm, I'm doing really well. And it's, it's been like a good ride with yourself. And so I hope like you see that, you know? Oh, thanks, Sophia. You're <laughs> oh my gosh. My low key. My back hurts because like this is I usually don't do um, my podcast uh, in this particular space, but um, I forgot my ring light. So I'm using the, the natural lighting today. But um, usually I 
kind of like ask about why why music you know why is this why is this your thing and what's it like having music at the center of your life like what does that mean to you I kind of don't know how to answer that because I feel like it's very much just a it's part of me like it's I'm sure you feel that way with music too but it's um like you live it you breathe it um it can be difficult when it's not a hobby and it becomes something that you're actually either getting paid for or working at and you start to get hard on yourself and it kind of becomes a stressor um but i think reminding yourself to find the um avenues of that specific field to get you back into the mindset of it being a hobby or in other words um finding the little things for instance like i write music i play piano and that's like a nice release so that when i'm practicing for a role i don't get stressed out and end up hating the thing that i'm doing and then you find that love of it again um it's also kind of a form of community and fulfillment so obviously like through TikTok, through doing shows with people making friends like meeting people at auditions it's a sense of like community and it's also a sense of making something greater than yourself which you obviously can't do alone so i like the group aspect of music um and the um combining creative minds in a way i actually want to talk about that i <laughs> i don't know if like when you started your TikTok, was that a stress release or like how <laughs> like yeah what's the what's the story with when you first like started your TikTok account because I know right now everyone yeah I, I don't know how it's gone up there I don't know what your numbers are but but her stats on TikTok are very very high like yeah what's the story with your your TikTok? it's funny because I originally was bored during the pandemic and all I did was like work out and cook and I was like okay I'm gonna be a, a chef I'm gonna make cooking videos um that didn't work well it it's if you want to scroll back all the way to the beginning, it's really funny. Um, but, and then I decided to start posting singing videos because I've always been, I've never really been the type to post videos of myself singing. I just like rarely, to be honest, I would get um, comfortable. And then I don't even know how it started. I think my first few videos were like Barbie, a couple like queen of the night things. Um, and then all of a sudden, like one video started to get a bunch of views. Um, and I jumped a bunch of followers. So I was like, oh, I need to post on here. So people were asking, making requests for specifics to post and started posting kind of a mixture of opera, theater, Disney and all that. Um, the things that do the best seem to be opera, high note things, warming up, vocal tips, queen of the night, some Disney stuff. Um, There'll be days where it becomes a stressor where I'm like, oh, I need to go off of this app for like a whole week and not look at it. Um, and then when I get back and feel motivated again, I'll post a bit and try to continue to post on there. Um, I usually um, find it exciting because there's people who are I know, like 47,000 people are interested in things that I post and that's weird, but kind of cool. And <laughs> um, so it's fun. It's encouraging at least to get a lot of nice comments. So that means a lot, um, but it can be hard sometimes to post on there. I guess I, I kind of want to know 
Is TikTok something that you would suggest to someone? Like the fact that you said, like you are not someone who would normally share videos. Would you say, I know like there's parts of you that are like, oh, like I have to post because people are expecting, but is there a part, like a good part of it where it's like, you are somehow like sharing yourself just to share yourself. And I know that you get like a lot of likes and a lot of views, but is there like a good part of sharing on TikTok? So there are some days where I feel encouraged and excited and I just want to sing. So I might as well post videos and then get feedback and get comments and feel like you're in your own little musical and you're like, here, here's all the things that I'm doing and I'm having fun. And I don't care what people have to say about it and I'm just gonna post because I feel good about myself and it it's a confidence booster there's some days where it's not like that um so it kind of goes up and down I'd say if other people are considering to use TikTok make sure that you don't take comments too seriously there's a lot of negative people out there um but there are also a lot of positive people out there and people can be very nice on that application but uh, there's so many nice people on there that are very encouraging and supportive. And it's kind of, you meet a lot of friends, you collaborate with other friends and other singers and other artists. And that's a really cool aspect of it too. And you kind of see who's out there and you even have opportunities sometimes come up from it. I'm definitely happy that like, I basically gave it a second chance when Noah, uh, we both went to high school with Noah. Yeah. He mentioned like to, actually like go back and to kind of use it in a different way. So I'm definitely happy that app exists to be able to, like you said, like community, you like the fact that like music kind of um, can really be like a, a community builder, like depending on whether that's like, it's actually live, like with real people, or if it's on TikTok or just talking like through DMs and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely happy. Like, I think we can use the positive side of it, hopefully. And and like kind of just like you said, if you have to take a pause from like any social media, not just TikTok, then take a pause. Like that's okay. It's it's a lot. We we have a lot of technology today. So um I I definitely will always push for my listeners to like share themselves for them and not for the comments. And I think it's just like you have no idea, maybe like you will inspire someone because of like literally like your voice which is very inspiring I, i'm serious like um, it, it happens it happens so it does uh, feel good too like one of the things that besides like more than followers more than likes the things that stand out to me are when i get private messages like on instagram where they're like you inspire me i'm gonna start taking voice lessons now you're the first queen of the night video i saw i'm gonna start studying to go to opera school and i'm like I'm inspiring two people to start a career in music. That's so much more than like a couple thousand followers. Like that's awesome. And that is really encouraging. It makes me want to keep posting because there are people out there that I'm inspiring that I'm not aware of. And I know other people are in the same boat. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm happy that you see the two rather than like the other numbers, which, you know, we all, we all can get like really excited about numbers, but I'm excited that like you touched those two people and, and I hope, hope they find this podcast. And yeah, yeah. I, maybe I'll try to like share some information about the podcast on, on the TikTok Yay. and see if people check it out.
Well, I definitely want people to be able to connect with you. Are, is there like any social media that we can find you on? Yeah, I always forget what my names are on social media. Let me pull it up. <laughs> um, so my Instagram goes by Morgan P underscore. Um, so just Morgan letter P underscore. And then my TikTok, I believe it's, it's um, Morgan Page Sings. So it's P-A-I-G-E. Well, thank you so much morgan for coming on the podcast again you know how much i love you i literally yeah. just spent like we spent a night together just like having fun and playing games with our other choir theater <laughs> friends um Brought a crumble cookie <laughs> um but like thank you for sharing like you and your story on the podcast today i always am so thankful like how much my guests like share so much on here so thank you thank you so i love you and your podcast and everything you're trying to do for people it's when i'm having a hard day i love seeing your posts they encourage me so i'm happy to help you i'm happy to help encourage other people i always cry on my own podcast but it's okay crying is good we're musical people we at least it means we're good actors right yes yes <laughs> that's my thoughts all right love thank you yeah i love you have love a good you. rest of your day this podcast will be an example of how we all have different stories about how we've experienced the world of music and i just hope that you take away something from some of these episodes and feel less discouraged you got it and you should be able to feel confident as a musician thank you so much again for listening this is empathetic musicians episodes will always be released on a tuesday please leave us a review i would really appreciate it so we can make more amazing episodes and bring you the best stories the best thing that you could tell me is that I believe in myself as a musician.